What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome, Welcome to, to you. you. Can sit with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. What are, are you sipping, sipping on, on? Anything? Okay, I'm yeah. sipping on. <laughs> uh, you go. I'm it. sipping on apple bubbly. So last week it was peach. Apple's my fave. I love apple, and I found it today at the store. But peach is really good. Yeah. So, and you're yeah. sipping on something better. I'm sipping on a Guinness. I love dark. Beer. Guinness always reminds me of you. Does it? Because yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see you drink them as much anymore, but. You used to drink them a lot more, I feel like. Just like yeah. one Guinness, just like that, you know, get yourself yeah. started or something. Yeah. I love a good dark beer. I love porters. Yeah, you do. And sours. And you like. Sours. And uh, I went to the beach with my family. And my dad likes Guinness too. So we bought a bunch of Guinness and then I got the overflow, brought it home. So, and it's delicious. Oh, your dad, you said your dad drinks Guinness? Is that where you get it? Yeah, Probably. Oh, yeah. Chip off the old block. Yeah. We have – I'm just going to get right to the – we have hangover topics from last week that we did not address. We actually have – really? Not topics, but we have a couple of voice – hangover voicemails. Our squad is hungover, so we're nursing and hangover together. Okay. And some of these are from episodes like a few episodes ago, so they're not just last week's. They're like ones that we just haven't gotten to. We've been hungover for weeks Wow. And we're really leaving these people in pain. Okay, good. Well, we're taking care of that now. Okay. First one, and this has been a topic that we've gotten a lot of messages about. So I picked just one that I thought encompassed the group. So I was listening to the pod about showering. Anyway, sorry, my name's Katie. And <laughs> I was thinking of everybody does the same routine as I do, which is wash your hair, rinse it, put conditioner in, keep it there while you shave, wash your body, and then rinse it into your face. But apparently nobody does the same thing I do. Anyways, real talk. Do you all pee in the shower and do you blow your nose in the shower? Uh, according to my husband, everybody does, and it's not gross. To me, it is. I'll blow my nose in the shower, but I don't pee in it. Um, but you guys, question of the day. Thanks for hosting an awesome podcast. I've binged, listened to every single one, even on Patreon. So thanks, ladies. You guys are the best. Peace. So she's part of the Patreon Siptorage. What hey, up, girl. Katie? Hey, girl. So – Burning questions. Affirmative on both of them for me is a yes. John is a no on both. And I remember when we first started dating and we would shower together, I would ask him or like we'd just be in the bathroom and I would be showering or something and he would hear me or whatever. And he was like, gross. No, I don't do those things. I'm like, what? I thought everyone did that. No, he does not pee or blow his nose. I do both. I take shits in the shower. I dump. (laughs) (laughs) You know? There's nothing I won't do in that place. <laughs> Name it. I've done it. <laughs> oh, all right. When you pee in the shower. So I was listening to this podcast. I also pee in the shower. Affirmative. Not often because I usually pee right before I shower. So I'm not right. like, con- you yeah. know, but if I have <laughs> You're to go, not just a it's, steady not stream. Gonna, right. yeah, <laughs> it's not going to hold right. me up. And I blow my nose for sure when I shower. Also, when I wash my face in the sink, I'll blow my nose. Like, I don't Yeah, care. me too. Same. You know, no. it's all going right. in the it's water, all, right? Yeah, washing down the drain. But Chris listens to this podcast. It's like a dude's podcast, just guys talking. 
probably similar to ours, but the opposite sex. Yeah. And they were grossed out by the idea of women peeing in the shower. And they're like, do they squat? Like they must squat to pee in the shower. I'm like, hell no. I couldn't no. believe that they thought that <laughs> if a girl was going to pee in the shower, that, squat? Course, that they better be squat or they like no. should be squatting. Like they thought that that's of course what we would do. And I no, laughed because and also then we'd get laughed. our hair wet and we're not washing our hair. But also I don't pee after I wash my legs. Peeing is usually one of the earlier parts of oh, the yeah. shower, you know? So like yeah. you're, you're, you're soaping things down after that. Of course. So you get the yeah. final clean. But right. anything so can happen I don't care if that. pee's running down my legs. I mean, yeah. whatever, man. I don't know. I can't distinguish the difference between pee and water. If they're both very warm. And all I know is it feels good, you know? Uh, now I, I had a full bladder and now I don't. And I will soap things. I cannot believe they thought we would be squatting. Isn't that funny? Okay. Do you brush your teeth in the shower? Not. I'm not a fan of it. That feels gross to me for some reason. But if oh. I'm crunched on time, yeah. I will. Yeah. I love brushing my teeth in the shower. It doesn't bother like, me to brush my teeth. It bothers me to then let my toothbrush like sit on the edge while I'm then doing the rest of my shower, you know, because if like oh. sit it in there while you're like finishing your shower and then I, t- of course, take it out right after. I don't know why yeah. it just feels like, I don't know why the shower feels dirtier to me than sitting on the <laughs> sink. That's probably closer to the toilet. You know, I don't know. Well, I have, okay. So in our shower, we have two different shelves, the built-in shelves into the shower. Yeah. One is closer to the shower head and one is farther away side. right one is closer and one so is farther put, yes <laughs> right that makes can you sense. see it that makes can you sense. see it can you envision <laughs> it now close yes. your eyes what do you see right so, I see one close and one farther i bring my electric toothbrush into the shower because i like yeah. to live dangerously right like oh i never even thought about that well i don't know it just never seems quite right and then yeah. i just go with it but you're there and you're alive but so i it's fine never put it on the shelf by the shower head because I do think I don't want my when I'm rinsing shampoo or conditioner out I don't want it touching the toothbrush head so I right. put it on the opposite one as far away as possible right I use right. it and abuse it I say thank you yeah. get away get yeah away. thank you goodbye thank you next goodbye you know forever. you've served okay. your purpose okay huh interesting okay here's another one and this is like important I feel like I think this was in response to your pregnancy news not not bad obviously good but <laughs> i don't know if that was the right tie-in it was a response to something pregnancy related on our pod hey ash and call um tiffany from new jersey here i actually just was listening catching up on a couple of episodes and um one of the things i figured that i would ask you guys to turn off on because i know it's something that really irritates me to my core um is like unwanted questions from people especially as it relates to pregnancy so um like ash congratulations on you know this new pregnancy in your life and call congratulations on baby Ben. um like do people ever ask you like really inappropriate questions like oh was this one planned or i know i hate it when people ask me oh when are you guys gonna have a baby you know because we've been married for a couple years now it's like that's none of your business so um just random inappropriate questions that you guys get especially as it pertains to pregnancy i know it really irritates me especially because i know friends of mine that get those questions that have miscarriages or um have trouble conceiving or anything like that so like being for me being asked like when am i going to have a kid next is really irritating so this is long-winded and i apologize for that but figured i would ask um anyway love you guys keep being awesome bye i feel like we've addressed this before have we on yeah. either here on Instagram where we've talked about that it's it's inappropriate it is inappropriate yeah to ask somebody like what are you gonna 
you know, have kids because you don't know the struggles that they're going through. I, we definitely have talked about this because I think it came up when we were talking about you. Like people didn't yeah. really know that you and Chris were struggling, right? Or like that weren't like super close to you. So uh, then you'd get that question and it's like, oh, you know, maybe sometimes. But it's like, you don't know what anyone's going through. So I think we've talked about that. As far as the question about was this one planned or I'm not sure what other inappropriate questions she's thinking, I guess that is inappropriate. Or there's there's like a, I remember my hairdresser, she married this guy and then he got really, really sick. And she said people used to ask her, like, did you know he was sick before you married him? And it used to really offend her because she's like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, what if I did or I didn't? It doesn't matter. Like, I'm with him. I'm choosing him. His illness doesn't, you know, whatever. So I think there are inappropriate questions. I don't think people generally mean them to, like, no. be offensive or yeah. that they realize that they're being inappropriate. Some of it, I think, is just pet peeves, too. Like, like I don't think I would get offended if someone would, like, people have asked me, is this pregnancy planned? Right. And people ask me that about Rev. I don't think that offended me. So it could just be a pet peeve of yours, which is also totally fine. You're allowed to have random things that bother you. But, you know, yeah. it was fine. Now it does ring a bell. I can't remember where we talked about it, but yeah. it can be triggering for people. So I think just friendly PSA, your thoughts or reactions to other people's fertility, if they're, especially if they're not pregnant, like just keep them to yourselves yeah. because you could be really like triggering someone. But things like projections on people, like, oh, when you have kids, you'll know this. Like, that would always really get me because I'm like, I might not be able to. Right. Like, I'd always get really triggered by that. And then the other thing is when I got pregnant, people were like, finally. And oh, that was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, if you only knew. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, I just decided today. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Finally. You know? Like, yeah. I just – are people like, oh, you couldn't have planned that better? Like – yeah, you know, I yeah. just, that's right. I've been, <laughs> right. I just been waiting for this day. I planned just waiting it. for the exact Today's right the moment. Today's the day. That's what I was doing wrong all along for two years. I yeah. just, I didn't plan it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Thanks for calling in on that one because I do think it need, it needs to be repeated. And yeah. of course, people don't have bad intentions, but you know, or people might just not want to have kids, and then yeah. that's a whole thing too. Right. Okay. Here's one that I haven't actually listened to yet. I just saw the transcript, but should be good. Okay, here we go. Last one. So to follow up your guys' kick-ass wedding um, episodes from last week, can we just talk about how much of a pain in the ass it is to change your last name? Oh, I've been God. married for over five months now. I'm just starting the process. I just finished the Social Security office, but now I have to go to the DMV, and I have to do my thinking and my work and all this other crap and it's a pain in the butt and on top of it I don't know if this is normal or not maybe it's just me but I'm feeling sad that I'm changing my last name now I did hyphenate with my maiden name and my new married name but I'm feeling sad and I don't know if that's normal or not anyways just call in the chat hope you guys are well See you next week. I love that. Um, just call yeah, in the chat. Call the chat. <laughs> I love so that. Cute. So good. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. So good. I love it. So cute. Yeah, it's a big freaking pain in the ass to change your last name. And I go, I have two thoughts on this. Like part of me thinks it's nice that you've got one family name. Obviously, I'm Molstad, Colleen's Lude, like we did the official business. Part of me wishes it was never in our culture that we had to change our names. And yeah. then the kids would take the dad's last name. That's fine. I'm fine with them taking the dad. Or maybe they'd hyphenate. I don't know. Whatever. Probably take the dad. Whatever. I wish, because I felt the exact same way. I did not want to give up 
Crawford. Crawford was my maiden name. I did not want to give that up. Yeah. I felt really attached to it. And I regret like now I changed my name. I would have, so I lost my last name, right? And I replaced it with Molstead, but I would have lost my middle name and done Ashley Crawford Molstead. But now I'm not going to go through another name change because that is a nightmare. But I it's feel very attached yeah. to it. So yeah. I feel, yeah. Yeah. It's who you are for your whole life and, yeah. in a name. And then it's just different. It's And weird. it's your connection and, to your yeah. family. Like, doesn't, don't you feel connected to your dad because of Wines? Yeah. And then you, Absolutely. I don't know. And my grandpa and like, you know, just that whole side of the family, I felt very, like it was part of me, and, you know, it's still part of you, but yeah. 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 It was very strange. And then, yeah. And then change the hardest thing to do is change your name Oh God. on top of that. Then yeah. they're like, yeah, this isn't going to be fun. Jump through and 100 we're million gonna hoop, hoop. Take a number. You're number mm. 300 and we're on number two. You're going to be yeah. here all day cackling. Yeah. Just the yeah. universe cackling at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. So yeah. I we sold our house and I didn't tell you this. We bought a new car. Oh. Both of those things had I was my wondering, old name on it. Because Ben's birth announcement thing or whatever, his two-month b- picture had car keys in it. And I was wondering oh, if that was yeah. – symbolic of something or if you just couldn't yeah. find something else to circle it or so, didn't know. Yeah. so we have this milestone mat thing but we're we're just doing it for a book for ourselves at the end of the year so each yeah. month we're doing just something that triggers like what month that was it's just for us we're not like oh that's posting. cute that's a cute idea yeah so our apple tree fell down the first month that he was alive and so we put apples underneath the oh, one and then we right. just bought a new car so we put a little car keys but anyway those two transactions were a pain i had to go to the yeah. social security like all these things we you hadn't officially changed on the title of the house or the car that we were trading in oh right okay so like on your license and all of that stuff had yeah changed yeah but not- yeah yeah Right, 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 right. Well, and for the rider dies on this, you all know what my real name is too that oh, I still haven't changed. Colleen so- Threes, man. <laughs> that triple is e, still- triple e, triple e. So, dude, when I went into the, sorry, I'm I'm cutting yeah, you off, but then I'm fine. gonna cut I do you that back all in. The time. Yeah. When I went in to actually sign my house over that we just sold. They asked to see my social security card and they ran copies and I was giggling inside thinking what and like nervous giggling. Like what if this, what if they turn it the down? Whole thing? <laughs> what if they look closely oh. at this it's because they had my driver's license too? Right. <laughs> Turns out no one's ever looked closely at that a day in their life until Chris Lude walked in. Yep. Till Chris Lude. And then he was like, uh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever looked at this? What were you going to say before I cut you off? Uh, I don't remember. What was it about? Right. What were you talking about? I don't know. Changing our names. It's all really personal. And let us tell you something else that's personal. <laughs> Your temperature. Everybody's idea of comfortable is totally unique. You know what I'm saying, Ash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes it's so fluid that I don't really realize we've moved into the ad portion. You oh, know? yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah, here transitions we are. We are so good. Here. But most public places heat or cool spaces, right? We know that. They're aiming for a temperature that's comfortable for like 80% of the people. But that leaves many people like me, hormonal and pregnant, underserved. Oh, man. When in the postpartum, I was getting super hot. I am a really sensitive sleeper. Sometimes I'm really too warm. Movie theaters are always too cold for me. Every room is mm-hmm. a temperature disaster, potentially. But we have a awesome a new partner who's going to give you the most 
comfort, personal comfort at the end of a long day that you need. Ember Wave has technology designed, invented by three MIT scientists. It was named one of Time's Best Inventions of 2018. This is your personal thermostat to keep you comfortable all day long. So you wear it on your wrist. It looks kind of like a watch and it's not a medical device, but it can, it'll either based on your temperature, heat up or cool down. And they say your wrist, you know, same as like if you grab a hot mug of um, coffee or something, when you're cold, that kind of warms you up. Or if you run your wrists or hands under cold water, when you're hot, that cools you down. This kind of is that same concept. So if you guys want to try it, we're super stoked on it. Head to emberwave.com and save $50 off of yours with the code SIP at checkout. That's emberwave.com. Save 50 bucks. Code SIP at checkout. Boom. All right. All right. We need to get into what we need to know. Yeah. You How got... many do you have? You want... How? Yeah. What? Well, guess what I did? I knew what, what you were coming into the yeah. show with because you're doing okay. travel tips with children. Yes. I thought I would do travel tips for people who work and have to travel just a lot people. or just some general. Right. So it's a Corporate complimentary it's a travel tip. Yeah. How to make your Com- travel, your life ab- abroad. Do you say abroad if it's just in the U.S.? I don't, but what I do like the idea of bringing that in. You know? you know, life on a plane up in the air, you know, yeah, up in the air, whatever. Yeah. All right. So you go first. I this am is, not I can't wait. By- any means an expert. I'm still learning and travel is still a nightmare with kids. So I'm just going to run through some things that have worked for us and things that I've heard. We did have a couple people write in and give us some tips. So I will share those with you as well. Now, when they're little, we first traveled with Rev when she was like four months and they're not mobile and they sleep a lot more. So she like slept on the plane for that. You can, obviously you've heard the tip of making sure they're sucking on something you know, if you're breastfeeding or give them a binky or give them water, something on the takeoff and landing. You've, I think most people have heard that. So definitely do that. And there's, that's kind of what you have to do when they're little. Um, there are changing tables in all, in every airplane. So you can do that. And I just feel like, yeah, one of the things that, you know, you've, you've probably heard stories about parents who come on and they bring little goodie bags or whatever. I think it's yeah. way harder on us than it is for them. And your kid might be totally fine. I had a lot of anxiety about when we first started traveling with Rev and she was totally fine. Uh, I will say wearing, if you're into this, wear a necklace with a pendant or something on it. Cause she was, that kept her so distracted for Ooh. the first several months of her life. She just like would, su- you know, cause they're also in that yeah phase between, I mean, she's still kind of in this phase where everything goes in her mouth. So between, you know, like four months or three months and like 15 months, they're just putting everything in. So she was very, I had this one little pendant necklace and that was great. So do that now as they age, now it's harder to travel with Rev because she is much more busy and gets bored of things and mobile and, you know, doesn't want to sit in a chair for however long. And they travel, they can travel on your lap for free until they're two. But we have started now buying Rev her own seat just because it is so much work. Mm-hmm. So now that she's older, some of the things that I do, like we have a few plane trips coming up, I bring a new, like one or two new toys that she's never seen Ooh. before. Because you guys know, moms know, right? Like that you give your kid this toy and they're excited about it and for 30 minutes and then they're like, okay, mm-hmm. bored, moving on. Yeah, old news. So bring 
some sort of new toy, one or two new toys. I also bring a new snack, like a new thing. And then I'll bring her favorite. So I bring like a buffet of options for her to nibble on something she's never had before. And then just things that I know that she'll like, that'll keep her distracted. We have heard this and we haven't tried it yet, but we're going to, because now that we've bought her her own seat, people told us to put her, you can bring your car seat on the plane if they have their own seat, right? And put them in their car seat. I'm excited to see how that works because she's used to being in her car seat in the car. I'm hoping it just kind of like comforts her, right? So you just put that in the seat? You can strap it in. Yeah. The same way that you would strap it into the car. I don't know fully how it works, but we found one. John did some research and found one that's like a travel one. So it's kind of minimalist. I mean, we use, it's in our nanny's car. So our nanny uses it. So it's safe enough to use in a car, but it also like is smaller or something more portable. Yeah. So, um, we're going to try that now I'll report back, but I've heard that when I booked, we're going to Hawaii, which is a seven hour flight in December. And Ooh, that sounds, oh, yeah, Hawaii I mean, will be yeah. great. The yeah. seven hours sounds oh, scary oh. to me. And I yeah. asked, what do you guys do? And a lot of people said, now I know some of you are going to be like, what? You're insane. A lot of moms said, I give my kid Benadryl before test it at home and, you know, try out a, obviously a small dose test and make sure before you go, how they are reacting on it, whatever. But because the reason is we're going to be on a red eye. And mm-hmm. I feel like she will need sleep. And if she, like I give her, you know, Zyrtec and stuff here. So I have no guilt about giving her something that's going to make her a little bit sleepier. So Benadryl is a thing. But then the other thing, it, just bring them things that are going to be distracting. So obviously we we are big fans of screen time in this house. So Every time before we go, she has this little iPad and we download off of Amazon Prime Video or whatever new shows. So they're new to her shows. And then, of course, her favorite. So she loves a little baby bum with music. But then we get some new shows every time. And those will hold her attention for, you know, 30 minute chunks of time or something like that, which is huge. That's huge. So make sure you have something for them to watch screen time. I have headphones for her. She doesn't love them. So last time I flew with John, I just had it with the sound on and I just had it quiet. And I was like, is this too loud? And he's like, no, I can't even hear it. So, and actually she's kind of fine watching it without the sound. So I would just say the key is have a magician's bag of things that you can pull out to get them, you know, like, cause their attention spans 20 to 30 minutes. I mean, that's a maximum that's on screen time. I feel like, but new toy, new whatever. And at the end of the flight last time, she just wanted my empty water bottle. Like she just sucked on that and was like playing with the water and chewing on the lid. So whatever. Okay. So that's for your flying. Also, I will say as a new mom, if you're traveling by yourself before, when I travel when Rev couldn't, you know, she couldn't be trusted, people would (laughs) offer help. They would say, Hey, yeah. can I hold her while you're you know, doing this or anything? Let people help you. You can f- see the moms on the plane. Flight attendants are really great there. I've only been on one flight where no one offered to help and the flight attendants were terrible. Like they were kind of annoyed or whatever. Aww. Most all of them are fantastic and phenomenal. And there's a mom on every flight that is like willing to jump in and help out, let them help. They 
like I know now I offered the other day, I was like, here, she was, this baby was losing her mind. She was changing her at the airport and the mom was trying to juggle everything. And she was like, I'm sorry, she's not feeling well. I was like, here. And she was trying to get her pants on like her, whatever. And I was like, here, do you want me to maybe hold her while you pull the pants up? Or do you want to hold her and I'll pull the pants up? You know, it's just like, I feel like there's moms everywhere that are there. They've been there. They can help out. Okay. So then once you get to your destination, a few things. We, if you're staying in a hotel, most hotels have cribs that you can ask to have them bring in the room. We've also traveled with pack and play and that's fine too. It's just, you know, you've got to travel with it, but most hotels have cribs. So you can bring that. If your child's used to blackout, there's portable blackout blinds that you can put and it's like Velcro to the windows. So you could travel with a blackout thing. I mean, Hotels are kind of blackout except for on the edges, you know, of the, some of them are better than others. But anyway, I got mine on Amazon. Those would be good for like an Airbnb or something too. Yes. The windows are unpredictable. Yeah. Yes. Bring those if you're, if your baby is used to that. We've always done a noise machine. I think that's huge when you're traveling. It just, you try to create as similar of an environment for them when you get there as possible. So, you know, we had, I brought her blanket from home. I brought her binkies and then we have her sound machine. And then we tried to keep the routine the same. So even though it was disgusting, we gave her baths in the hotel bathtub and it was awful, but like just to keep her routine, I mean, it felt gross to me, you know? Like your baby's down there on the whatever, whatever, but it's fine. <laughs> it's good for purpose. their yeah. immunity, you know, whatever. So try to keep, yeah, the routine as similar as possible and uh, to being home. And then last two things that people told us about, one mom wrote in and said, travel with a few Tide Pods rather than packing all the clothes just bring a few Tide Pods and most hotels or Airbnbs or whatever have places that you can do laundry or there's laundromats in every town. I have not done that yet. Laundry sounds like more work to me than just packing a few extra clothes, but I can see if like on an extended vacation or if you have multiple kids, like we only have one kid right now. So one kid, I mean, if you have three kids, you're tripling the clothes. So I could see that. And that will probably be something I will do in the future. I have not done that yet. And then the other thing, our friend Nikki wrote in, and this is more for, I think, maybe Rev's age, toddling or older. There's a little thing called the trunky. And it is a, it kind of looks like a suitcase. I'm guessing you can put something inside of it, but it's like a little cart that they can sit on and you can pull them through the airport, which is brilliant. Kids love it. They think it's fun. We've put Revy. She loves riding on the little carry-on suitcase, like on our away bag. You know, we have the away luggage. And so it's just there and she likes holding on to the things and then we wheel her and it's not maybe as safe as this trunky or whatever. And then my final tip is understand kids are doing their best. So if you, you know, when you go traveling, I think the biggest thing, the anxiety is about the the airtime. In the air, how are they going to be? And kids really don't have a lot of tools in their tool belt for ways to express themselves. And so if your kid loses it or melts down, understand your kid's not being an asshole. If you can just understand they're, they're doing their best and you're doing your best. And if people are judging you, that's on them. It has nothing to do with you. And it's totally fine. Like they were also a baby crying on a flight at one point, you know, like it's, it's fine. And Godspeed. It's, it's scary and it's hard, but you can do it. 
don't let yeah. the fact that it's scary and hard stop you from traveling. Cause I also think exposing your kids to travel is a good thing. And that is how they become really good travelers, you know? Yeah. Good point. So, okay. Good point. All right. I have a few tips. I travel a lot for work. And so I live out of a carry on suitcase many days out of the work week. And so I thought I would share a couple things that are helpful for me, for those of you who are going to be traveling for work or just taking weekend trips. Cause I think it's similar, just like two yes. nights or so on the road. We've talked about this before, so I'm not going to overtalk it, but get TSA pre-check. It is worth it even if you're traveling a couple times out of the year. I make a notepad in my phone of my basic packing things that I need so that I don't have to reinvent the wheel each time or think about it. So I just have my master list in my phone so that if I'm packing late at night or whatever, it's literally a brainless activity. I'm not having to think through, did I get my toothbrush and shaver or whatever? It's already on a list that's always in my phone. Pack light. Really like challenge yourself to pack light. You don't need really more than two pairs of shoes, like one for work, one for if you're like going from the hotel room out to dinner, down to grab something out of the lobby or work out. Like a pair of tennis shoes and your work shoes. You don't need more than that. Like really challenge yourself to pack light. I promise you it makes it so much easier when you're only going for a quick trip mm -hmm. to get to what you need quickly, to navigate like getting from the airport to the hotel, lifting things up. You can take it on the plane with you. Bring a carry-on, nothing more. I put dryer sheets in my shoes. I don't know why, but it just oh. helps keep the whole bag fresh. Wow, Even that's brill. Yeah, I don't know. Like you could also put your shoes probably in like a, a small bag or – I don't know, whatever, but I just put little dryer sheets because it makes my suitcase smell nice too. And it just keeps them fresh, I guess, when I'm traveling. I don't know. I have an extra go bag for toiletries. So I sign up, I have Birchbox, but I'm sure a lot of people have things that they get in subscription mm -hmm. boxes or just whenever you get little samples, keep them because they're, it's just for your carry on bag. You can't bring things that are over a certain amount of ounces. And so I save up like little face washes, little night creams. Um, but this is a go bag that even has an extra shaver, an extra toothbrush, an extra toothpaste. So I'm never having to pack things from home and unpack them. I have a go bag that's always ready. All my stuff Ooh, is always in there. Smart. So I can just grab that and throw it in my bag and I know I have everything. And sometimes I'll save something nice, like traveling on the road can get lonely. So if you get a nice like face mask, that's one of those one-time use like stick on your face ones. Yeah. I'll put it in there and that way I have something for the hotel that I can look forward to if I'm by myself. So those can be nice to have. Sign up for rewards programs and stay loyal. Just I promise you, like I'm a Marriott Alaska person, but whatever it is, like try and fly the same airline as much as possible. Try and stay at the same hotel as much as possible because with enough points, you can do cool things like free vacations. <laughs> I've gone yeah. on so many of them. But if you find yourself in a situation where you have a new job where you're going to have to be traveling a lot or whatever, stick with them. It will pay off. If you're shopping for work clothes that you're going to be traveling in, wrinkle-free clothes are great or buying a small steamer to take with you so you don't have to deal with ironing your clothes in the morning or things that get easily wrinkled. And then always bring snacks with you because you never know when you're going to have a flight delay or have to go from one thing to the other quickly. Just have work snacks at all times so that you can be self-sufficient. I also will say one thing I do, but I think is smart, especially if you get yeah. delayed or whatever, is bring a 
battery pack for your phone too because Smart. I feel yes. like there's been so many times where I haven't and I've learned the lesson and then you're like all the outlets are taken or there's no outlet on the plane like you know that happens yes. too where they don't have the chargers so yeah and all right so you know your toddler may have a meltdown and that's okay right like that's that's okay you might not welcome it but let me tell you a welcome meltdown a, a meltdown that you will welcome and that is when zits arise mm-hmm. on your face and you melt those suckers down like last night i actually felt a pimple coming on on my forehead and so i took out this little magical miracle syrup and i put just a drop on it right before bed uh woke up clear skin, no problemo, no sign of redness or drying because it's really gentle on you. There's no harsh anything in it. So what Ash is talking about is the Meltdown Blemish Treatment by Bloom. This reduces the size and redness of pimples overnight. They completely disappear within three to four days. It smells delicious. You can wear this under makeup. It dries clear. It doesn't cause skin to peel, dry, flake, or scar. It's vegan and cruelty-free. My skin has been crazy in the postpartum and this bloom meltdown treatment has been my best friend. It's a powerful blend of natural ingredients that takes down your pimples overnight and it doesn't contain any harsh chemicals, no benzoyl peroxide, salicylic salicylic acid, sulfates or parabens and it's pregnancy safe. So boom, I'm in like Flynn. Right now, our listeners will get 25% off and free shipping when you text SIP to 797979. This is a special offer that you can't get anywhere else. And you support, you can sip with us when you support our sponsors. So please text SIP to 797979 to get 25% off your meltdown blemish treatment by Bloom. And if you don't love it, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. That's SIP. To seven nine seven nine seven nine. Ash, it's time to move on. Should we get into some hot, hot topics? topics. Um, yeah. I you said you had some hot topics you were bringing on. I just have one, I think, because we covered the we just filmed recorded a Patreon, so we talked about the TV there. But the other thing was. Is this on your list? Katy Perry going to Scooter Braun's house? Yeah. Well, no, it's not on my list, but we need to talk about it. It's on my heart. It's on my mind. So we we need to talk about that. Didn't we download this? Was this on the regular? I can't keep it straight between Patreon or not, but did we download the whole- You guys need to be on both. If you're here but not hanging out with them on Fridays, you need to go to patreon.com slash you can sip with us and get your Friday episodes because we're covering a lot. We just talked Big Little Eyes, Handmaid's Tale over there. We talked about our reactions to Taylor Swift's new song. Yeah. So you just, you can't miss anything, you guys, but all the things, but I can't remember if we talked about it over there where we fully downloaded. I think it was on this regular one about Taylor having that huge reaction. I don't know. Mm. Either way, if you Mm -hmm. haven't heard it, then go subscribe to Patreon and listen. About her record label. Yeah. So that happened, right? And Katy Perry backed her and there was this huge reconciliation and Katy like signed some sort of petition in support of Taylor. And then this week it came out that Katy Perry went to Scooter Braun's house for in support of some political person. I don't even know who it was. I think it was Kamala Harris was there. Great. So yeah. I don't even know who that is. I don't, I have not followed presidential this hopeful season. in the democratic yeah, right. race. Yeah. Right. But I don't, I don't, I can't picture her. I don't know anything about her, but she went to her house and I have 
first of all, I'm not a fan of Katy Perry. I Googled to see why she did this and what the reasoning was. Cause apparently ever a scooter, it was like a, um, fundraising fundraiser. for her, yeah. a political fundraiser at Scooter Braun's house. And so of course, like Demi Lovato was there and Ariana Grande and then Katy Perry was there. And I Googled and apparently she was a big political activist with, I think Hillary Clinton or somebody in the yeah. last election. She's heavy. So into she's, politics. she's really yeah. into politics and that, uh, yeah, makes sense. I'm wondering how this went down. Like, did she reach out to Taylor? I don't know. It just, even yeah. though you're into politics, that you're really into politics, it feels like it's at Scooter's. It's not just like Scooter was there. It was at Scooter's house. So that, you know, I don't know. Like Taylor's into politics too, but she didn't go to Scooter's house. Yeah. This was like a, I think they called it like a fireside chat or something like very personal with Kamala Harris, but Scooter right now, this, this news with Taylor is so fresh that people are still taking sides. Demi Lovato is clearly never a Taylor fan. She's always been very verbal on social media, publicly endorsing anyone that doesn't like Taylor. Really? Oh. oh yeah, Demi Lovato God, is like she is such a ew. yeah. So I'm I am surprised that Katie was there in light of all of this. Right. The other interesting thing about Scooter Braun, this is related. Did you hear the potential reason why Carly Kloss and Taylor had a big fallout? No. So Scooter is Carly's manager, and I guess one of the theories is that Wait, is she a singer model? Yeah. So he managed. Oh, I didn't so realize he managed talent. people. Like everybody. Okay. Yeah. I guess he's a super, I mean, he's a super big deal, Yeah, but I didn't know he managed Carly either Yeah, until this story broke out. So Carly Kloss and Taylor were best friends. For those of you who don't know, they had, they haven't been seen together in a long time. They took a selfie during the reputation tour. Carly went to go see her, but it isn't, they were on like magazine covers. Carly had an extra room at her house. Like they were close, close, close. Thick as thieves. Carly got married to Jared Kushner's brother. So, you know, Ivanka Trump's husband. So she got married. So Ivanka is now her sister-in-law. Interesting. Taylor was not at Carly's wedding. And there's a story that broke that Carly was giving information to Scooter about Taylor and they had a big falling out. Oh, wow. So I don't know what information that would have been. But interesting fact. So Perez Hilton broke that story and he's going to be a little guest yeah. on our show. Yeah. Quick, Colleen we got him. 20 minutes with Perez. I've followed Perez for a long time, but he always gets the scoop and it's usually pretty accurate because he's, he's got tie-ins with a bunch of people. So if you guys have questions for Perez, email us at youcansipwithus at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram and we'll send him questions from the squad. But I thought that was interesting about Carly yeah. and would provide huh. some kind of explanation because they were so Why close. They, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And I don't – this scooter guy seems like bad news, man. He well, does seem like bad news. Yeah. And I just am feeling like, like for me, I'm very loyal. I don't care how involved I am with this political campaign. Like it's very early in the race. This is not like the democratic convention. It was a fundraising campaign very early on. And if it was like, I just don't think I would have gone to this guy's house if I am really prioritizing Taylor's friendship. Like, I don't, I don't think her presence was, and Again, if it was a party hosted by Scooter Braun or something, I even, I don't know, like, and it wasn't at his house, but going to his house, I mean, yeah. you also have to be nice to him. If you're going to his house, you can't be an asshole guest, you know? 
That's a show of support for him on a personal level. Yes, I agree. Which is why I feel like I just don't think that was the right thing to do. I don't. I'm like, did her presence really make that much more money? I don't know. She could have donated something to this girl, whoever this political person is. Sorry. I know that makes me sound ignorant and I'll get up to speed. Maybe, maybe not. But (laughs) I just, you know, like she could have made an impact in a different way. And it is so early. There's lots of other fundraising things that are going to happen and come up to me. I mean, I'm just not a fan of Katie, so I don't tend to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I was very disappointed when I saw that she did that. Well, yeah. Scooter Braun should be canceled because Taylor said he's canceled. Exactly. So she's not canceling him and it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yet again. All right. What else? (laughs) This one cracks me up. Did you hear the story? You know what Area 51 is? No. Everyone's been talking about it's all over everything, but I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. So Area 51 is like this secret government place that it's like in the desert, right? Okay. And... They think, they think, like it, there's been a lot of shows about it a lot. No one really knows what's in Area 51. And the military or the government has basically said, and we're never going to tell you. Like, so okay. then people's imaginations run wild. Like, are there aliens? Are we not alone? Like, are there Where is it? Does anyone even held- know where it is? <sighs> yeah, it's like in Utah or Idaho or something. Okay. And it's like a no-fly zone. Nobody can go. No, Arizona. I think it's in Arizona. Where oh. is Area Ash, you could go do some personal recon on this. Yeah. Oh, it's no, in like Nevada. If a, okay. If a plane flies over, do they shoot it down? I mean, probably. It's probably like probably. airspace well, you cannot fly in. Chris said he was watching this one thing where people who work there, they fly into Las Vegas and then they like have such high security that they're driven into Area 51. And like, so they people have to work fly in. There? Yeah, they have to have people who work there, I guess. But anyway, so... So it's not just a plot of land. There is like a whole... We don't even know. It's like the Truman Show. Yes. You know, where it's like there's a community there and people are watching it and like maybe... It is heavily patrolled. Apparently there's humongous fences and then like people said the trek to get there is like deadly snakes and spiders and scorpions. Like this is... Like whatever's in there, we're never going to find it. They don't want us knowing. Okay. So do they say why they have this area? Do they say that it's like for military purposes or something like that? There's training going. Do they say anything about it? Do they release anything? I don't think they do. And I think that makes it worse. I think if they lied to us, I think if they said like, Hey, this is actually just, we're just doing military training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like, Hey, you know, we're, uh, just lie to us. Just lie to us. Fine. We're shooting movies here every day. Okay, fine. Yeah, Americans we'll believe lives every day. Fine. Exactly. But you they're know? just basically saying, hush, hush, it's a big secret, which yeah. just yeah. is the worst possible right. thing you could say. Yeah. So hundreds of thousands of people, not just a couple thousand, hundreds of thousands of people have apparently signed this petition to raid Area 51. To like go un- unearth the secrets, like see if there's aliens. And I'm laughing because these dumbasses, like, what do you really think is going to happen? Uh-huh. Like, you guys are just going to storm also, the gates. How's that going to work? What do petitions out? do? I mean, petitions, yeah. I've always wondered that. Like, you know, Katy yeah. Perry signed this petition for Taylor Swift to re record and re release her music. And then Taylor on her Instagram this week said she, the, the, something with the LGBTQ 
there's some petition yeah. that she has, she has that link on her profile and she's like, we're almost up to 500,000 signatures. What does that mean? Like some, does that mean, I mean, they don't, they're not required to do anything with that. Right. It's just like, they take note and then like, okay, it's a loud enough voice. Now let's pay attention. Like what a, a couple hundred right. thousand signatures mean to the government about that. They're like, all right, cool. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't yeah. know. Do they care? It or do they soft. have to care? Yeah. It seems like, no, they're like, I don't care. So go ahead and sign that. You can get a million signatures and we're still not going to let you into area 51. Yeah. Right. Well, and this is, I think a petition of intent. All these people are saying, yes, I will join in to go actually. And they can't do anything to all hundred. Like they can't hurt us. And all I think, hun several hundred thousand yeah. of us. Right. What is wrong with Americans? <laughs> this is what they're going to get behind. This is what they're going to spend their money and their time on to travel to this location and, and figure it out on earth. There's it like so many, you know, what, guys? The desert. why don't you yeah. donate your money and time to some sort of charity organization or like adopt an animal or spend some time at a, you know, homeless shelter. It's insane. Like Americans give the sh so much shit about things that don't matter. And it's, it's maddening actually. So this is pregnancy rage. <laughs> do, this is good. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. No, I don't know. No. Yeah. No, I can't <laughs> yeah, decide. Of course, Hold on. Definitely not. Do you think we're alone? <laughs> I'll rephrase because aliens kind of like, woohoo. but do you think we are alone in terms of life in the I don't universe? know. They say that they're, what was it? Mars. They just said there is confirmed signs of life on some other planet. It's fine. Think, I believe it. I don't think it affects me. I don't think that they come out here. I don't know, obviously, anything, but I don't think they're sophisticated enough to have. I'm not sure I believe in UFOs and like space that yeah. they are sophisticated enough to create spaceships that are flying and spying on the earth and learning about. I mean, they would then land here. Like we've, we have sophisticated enough and we've landed on other planets that we can land, you know, we've landed on the moon. I don't know. Have we landed on other planets? I don't know. I don't believe that the life on other planets are sophisticated enough to be spying on us in their UFO yeah. satellite ships. I do think there's life on other planets. I don't think there's a whole nother earth out there with like a community like this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Sounds what, good. Was that no, going somewhere? I watch, I watched the most good. terrifying little video that was basically comparing our like earth's size to the universe and uh -huh. it was like showing this beach and all the sand and how much sand there was and basically saying that we were less than a speck of sand in like, like we can't even fathom how small we are when we oh. think about the universe. That's terrifying to me. Like just the idea of that. So I think there's definitely the chances of us being it in this huge universe right now floating wherever we're floating in the Milky Way is um, very incredibly small. But I don't think we're being targeted. I don't think there's like big bad aliens coming to get us. Yeah. But I think the chances that we are alone are astronomically small. Okay. So do you believe? But I don't think in my lifetime I'll ever see anything. Probably not in our grandchildren's grand like forever until people are living on Mars maybe or something. People live yeah. on Mars. I think Ben will probably live on Mars. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a trip. What's isn't he sending people into space at some point? Yeah. Well, like the Earth can... is imploding because of climate change. That's a fact. Yeah. So now. Now we have to relocate probably unless we can turn things around real fast so which we can't because people are signing instead of giving a fuck about climate change they're signing <laughs> yeah, petitions they're to raid area 51 <laughs> so no we can't 
Why don't you there hop you on your jet fueled planes and fly out to the desert and burn our planet down so you can figure out what's going on over there? Yeah. Get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Yeah. All Sounds right. like a good plan, America. Did you hear Lady Gaga was coming up with a makeup makeup line? I think it's released. Can't I don't know if it's released mm-hmm. yet or soon. But I she's coming up for it's her. like No, I didn't hear that. House of Gaga exclusively on Amazon. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's a brilliant move. Okay. I don't know why she didn't do it sooner. And I think a lot more people releasing makeup lines will do that soon. That I is hope a they follow brilliant suit. move. Hold mm-hmm. on. I got- <gasps> Whoa! Actually, can barely contain her excitement. The lead up to that sneeze was so. Whoa, I got Like you were kind of swinging Something your arm. me. She's releasing a makeup line with Prime. Whoa. Whoa. It's going to arrive to my doorstep in seconds. Whoa. Whoa. No, I think that's amazing. Good for her. I mean, she's known for yeah. her looks. Like, the extravagant things that she does and I feel like makeup. Yeah. And also this is mass marketing like Amazon. I mean, that is brilliant. So So Gaga, you know, I want to try. I'm not sure I'll, Oh yeah. I'm not sure I'll be a consumer of it, but no. Well, usually her stuff's very dramatic and it's very like theater kind of showy. Yeah. But I feel like she's, Kind of everything she does, I feel like, is excellent. And I haven't always been the biggest fan. But I will give it to her that whatever she does, she puts – it seems like she puts everything into it. Yeah, fair. So I may or may not like it, but I feel like her dedication, Amazon, period, just everything they do. Right. Yeah, right. This is is probably for the masses, which I feel like that means I'll have a better chance of liking it. Yeah. So I don't know. Good. I'm excited. When is that happening? maybe I'll test it out and report back. Soon. Do. You should. Okay, That's absolutely me... what you should do. When is Do you have another hot topic? Then? No. Great. Do you? No, I, but I had a segue to our next ad, so. Well, hit me with it. We'll <laughs> never know. I'll let you guys know when well, the makeup you, line launches. You've got another thing on your list to test out because Ooh. you've got this makeup and I'm pregnant, but I'm going to go ahead and need you to test out First Leaf. Mm-hmm. This summer, it's the best way to discover new wines you're guaranteed to love. It's the wine club that uses your feedback to curate wine selections to your unique taste, which is rad. So you go online and you take the first leaf quiz and you get to say, do I want red, white, a mixture of both, whatever. It'll recommend some. And then, you know, from sweetness to wine styles, if you like whatever. And then I was so impressed that they ship this box to you. It comes, it has no like cards about every wine. So you get to learn about the wines, the flavor profiles, whatever. And then it sends you an email. Hey, can you provide us some some feedback so -hmm. that your next box is more curated. Okay, you guys sign up with our link. You'll get an exclusive introductory offer. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. That's six bottles of wine personalized for you for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. Boo-hoo. All right. So now, speaking of boom, we got to do the boo and the woo and the rant and rave. Do you want to rant first? Yeah, I'm going to rant. Okay. Good. I was on, this has been kind of something that's been on my mind. And then I got two things this week that reinforced this anger. Mm -hmm. And I had to share. So I was on Twitter. I follow this woman who lives in New York. 
and she tweeted that she got on the subway and there was a dad with their child and then a lot of moms with their children on the subway, right? The dad with the kid got a like, good job, dad. Like, good, hey, good mm-hmm. job. And she mm-hmm. said that. She's like, just witnessed on the subway someone congratulating, like saying good job, dad, to their son. Not a word mentioned to the dozens of other mothers on the subway. Our good friend, I was on a walk with our good friend, Annie, and we were talking. And she's a new mom too. Her son is like the same age as Ben. Her and her husband went on a trip. They were out in a public place. Her husband was giving their son a bottle. And four people came up and said, oh, good job, dad. Look at him giving mom a break, right? And Annie, rightfully so, was like, (laughs) where the hell's my congratulations? (laughs) When I'm feeding my kid, where the hell's my congratulations? And I just want to say, I'm not anti-fathers helping. I think they should get good jobs. But we should get good jobs too. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just think like in our society too, when you, when you hear about a single dad, like single dads are almost put on a pedestal. Like, oh my God, something must've tragically happened for them to be a single dad. Right. Like they're just like sort of glamorized. Single mom is just like not, it doesn't, it doesn't carry that same luster. I feel like that we glamorize. It's almost like true. Oh, there must be something that she deserved to be. I don't know, but it just, I feel like even when you say like, hey, good job, dad, the inference is that the mom should be doing everything and you're doing good for helping. Like it should be a partnership, right? And it, I don't know. I just want to say, start a movement maybe here that dads deserve accolades. But the next time you see a mom traveling on a plane or anywhere, like with her kids by herself, Maybe just tell her a good job too, right? Because mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't feel like moms are given the same uplifting boost, encouragement. I just, it just bugs me. And I just, and now I've been noticing it kind of everywhere yeah. more and more. And uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't have the answer. It just is a rant. Yeah. There are a lot of double standards like that in parenting. A couple came to mind as you were talking, which I totally agree. One of them, I just flew out of my brain and hopefully it flies back. But the other one is John Legend. Oh, it was a meme. So if I forget, remind me it was a meme. So John Legend was just a part of something with some diaper company, I think, where they are going to install 25,000 maybe changing tables in men's restrooms. Because if you notice, there are no changing tables in men's restrooms. It's on the mom to always change when they're out. And then what is the dad to do if this dad on the subway goes somewhere and he has to change his kid? Where does he change his kid? Just, I guess, out in the middle of wherever, because there's no changing table in the men's restroom. Like that is a double standard that sucks and needs to change because being hands-on is something that we see a lot more these days. And I hope it continues to do that. And the other thing I saw was this meme reminded me of it, but I, it maybe was a meme or maybe it was the overheard LA or overheard New York, but it was mom, like mom says to this, to her daughter, oh, that's so nice of, you know, John to babysit your kid tonight or watch your kid tonight. And the wife, the daughter responds to her mom. Yes. He's very interested in continuing to be a father because that's also, (laughs) I think a generation, a generational thing where like. And my dad does that. I had to call my dad out on it. He was like, oh, what's John doing? John's being Mr. Mom this week. And I'm like, no, he's being Mr. Dad. 
because he's a dad yeah. and dads do think. And I know my dad was very hands-on. I was with my mom more of the time than with my dad, but my dad was always very hands-on. He doesn't mean anything by it, but it's those kind of ignorant things. They just don't make sense. Like, yeah. no, John's not Mr. Momming it. He's being a dad because there's two of us involved in this. So couldn't agree more echoing yeah. all the things that you just said. All right. Rant to me. Okay. And my rant ties into this. And as you were talking, I was like, shoot, has this been a rant before? So maybe it has, but I'm going to rant in yeah. my pregnancy brain. I talked about it on Instagram this week and it totally is in line with this, but I started thinking about maternity leave and the insane bullshit that it is. The six weeks sometimes paid often unpaid that is given to moms at maternity. Like that's what you get after you bring life into this world. There's no law. So it's the places legally don't need to do this. It's basically like companies can. I don't know if maybe there's state laws or I don't even think there are because there's tons of people that then wrote me and said, oh, I got none. I had to go back yeah. after three weeks or whatever because I couldn't, we couldn't afford it anymore. I had to go back to work. I cannot imagine what that is like to go back after three weeks. And I, what I was saying on my Instagram is like, I think around three months is when things really start getting good. At least that's what it was for me when I really started feeling like in love with Rev because they're more alert. I mean, you talked about how Ben's like smiling or maybe you talked about that on Patreon, whatever. Ben is smiling more. He's engaging more. He's growing up and he's two months. And in a, another month from now, he's going to be like a different little human. And for me, that was like when things really started getting fun. And that's when I would have to go back to work. If I was working at my corporate job, Nike does a really good thing. I think they give better maternity leave, but then there's dads that don't get like any paternity yeah. leave or they get like a week and Nike has added where they do get more and some companies are better about it. But I just think it's terrible. And several people message me like Canada, they get a year, a year paid maternity leave. No questions asked. Mm. It's government. And then there was people in Europe that were saying like they get, I can't remember if it was Sweden or something. They get a year and a half and the husband gets like six months wow. or something like that. Like the mom gets a year and a half, dad gets it. And it is just so far beyond the times. I just, we're just so that, behind. We're just so behind. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are behind. Yeah. Like we need to catch up to what society is like. It is insane, not society, what the world is doing and be mm -hmm. better because it is insane what your body goes through, what your mind goes through and that bonding that you need to do with your baby. Like it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pissed about that. There's a lot of blessings obviously that come with being a mom and there's a lot of things like work that needs to be done to make it easier yeah. on parenting in general, men and moms and dads. I didn't realize this is like hit, hitting close to home because my it feels like going back to work is right around the corner and it just is going by so quick and it makes me really mm -hmm. – I mean, of course, I like I'm dedicated to my work and I'm excited to go back and I also yeah. feel like I really underestimated what this – how important this time was mm -hmm. and just getting back on my feet and – everything that Ben needs and how far we still have to go. Like, it's really a lot. Yeah. And I, yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach that people get just a fraction of that time. And I, it's so, mm -hmm. it's just sickening. It's just sickening. Yeah. So yeah, I completely agree with you. Okay. Should we turn I'll, this around? Yeah. I'll yeah. do it. Is your rave at all tied into pregnancy or momming or anything? Yeah. It's and I it oh is. wow we're, mine is too okay then you go this and is then I'll, really flowing well it is so I did talk about this over on Patreon but I'm gonna expand on it here 
my rave, you guys, the last week or so, Ben has found. Oh shoot! No, 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 did no! I ruin that? No, you did not ruin it. This is a perfect tie-in. Okay. Because I'm going to explain like a, mo- a specific moment yeah, yeah. is my rave. So Ash mentioned it on Patreon. I talked about it, but Ben has started to smile more. And he's not just smiling randomly. Like, he is smiling at me. And Mm. it makes me so happy. Like, my favorite thing right now is waking him up in the – not wake when he wakes up, but greeting him in the morning. He's laying there. And when he sees my face, his smile just lights up Mm. on the changing table. Um, It's our little changing table podcast is what we call it. But he'll be on the changing table. And after I change him, he's just looking up at me, just smiling. And the other day, it just – there's something so sweet about a baby's smile, especially like that I just have never experienced before. Like it's so pure. Like I was thinking the other day, when do babies very first start having thoughts? Like when does a human mm-hmm. have a thought? I don't think Ben has mm-hmm. thoughts right now. He just has re- – mm-hmm. he can't possibly. He doesn't even have words. But he has these pure mm-hmm. emotions, pure reactions. And his smile was just piercing looking right at me and I started crying because it was just mm. – so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I sent Ashley some videos and stuff last night, but it's just hitting me to my core all over again. It just is, it's just so cool. And I just love it. That's like, my rave. Yeah. Cause you're right. He's smiling at you. He's not just smiling because he's, his face is shaped that way. Yeah. In that moment, he's like, see, he's seeing you. Yeah. And, smiling because of that like I feel like I've when I was pregnant this last Mother's Day and I didn't want I was like Chris don't even get me a car I just didn't feel like a mom even though I was pregnant I was like I don't want to I don't want it right and then giving birth and especially like earning your stripes I was like wow I really feel like I'm earning some motherhood stripes here but then when he's smiling at me it hit me almost for the Mm -hmm. first time I'm like I'm his mom like I'm mom Mm -hmm. to him Like it just was this – I know it sounds kind of maybe – but it just was – it just really hit me, washed over me. Like, wow, to him, Mm. I am everything. You're everything. It's Mm. so cool. Yeah. So, all right. What's your rate? Mine's not as um, emotional as that, but I'm not a fan of pregnancy. It's just not my jam, all right? (laughs) I like the – like the kid that you get out of it, but I don't like pregnancy. However, I found a perk this week. And that is I have been gluten intolerant for a year now. And it came basically after I had Rev. I took a blood test because I was having all these weird symptoms. And um, it came back as highly reactive to gluten and gluten, wheat, and like black walnut or something like that. And so I haven't had gluten. And whenever I try it over this last year, it it's very painful. It's I'm like, okay, yep, still can't have gluten. And then someone told me, someone sent me a message and said, you know, when I was pregnant, I was able to have gluten. No way. So I've been running a test. I have a digestive enzyme. So I did take a gluten digestive enzyme, but I was craving a donut. And so I went to Starbucks to get my green tea latte that we're obsessed with. Yeah. And I thought, hey, they have those really yummy old-fashioned donuts. And I ordered one. And I took my digestive enzyme, my gluten digestive enzyme, and then I had half of it. And it was so hard not to eat the whole thing because I love it so much. But I thought, just test it. Yeah. No issue. No way. And then the next day I had a shortbread cookie and I had this empanada at, I was at a bridal shower and no issue. Oh my God. And I had, then the next day I went to the ballpark and I had nachos, but I think it was like a beer cheese. So I'm guessing there was gluten in that like runny beer cheese. No 
issue. So I'm still taking, I take like one digestive enzyme with it. And that's supposed to help your body like digest gluten. But I talked about this on my Instagram and tons of people were like, yes, that was the same for me. Or I couldn't have dairy like my whole life. But when I was pregnant, I could have it with no issue. And so I feel like I'm like, oh my gosh, now I want to stay pregnant forever. I mean, not true because I'd rather have alcohol than gluten, but this is a very, very big upside. And I am celebrating that majorly. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. And now I'm I'm very excited for you to get here because Ashley is going to be living in Oregon for the month of August very soon because we can eat all the things together. All the things. And do you know what I just realized when you just said that? We can have oven and shaker pizza. Hell yeah. I haven't been to oven and shaker (laughs) in so long. I feel like we need to find a way to get it into our mouths as quickly as possible when you get here. As quickly as possible. Immediately upon arrival. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Guys. Wow, this is really ending on a high. (laughs) This is ending on a high. Thanks for sipping with us. Rate, subscribe, Thanks review, for tuning in. But tell, tell people about this because that's how yeah. our squad keep, yeah, grows. keep telling. We see a lot of you t- posting on your stories and stuff about it. Thank yeah, you for that's that. That's awesome. Keep doing we that. We love that. Come join us over on Patreon. You're going to hear about that as soon as this episode wraps mm-hmm. up. And I think that's it, right? But you can sip yeah. with us always. Always. And we will for sure be seeing you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.